Hello, 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 and welcome. It's Dr. Barry here again for another episode of the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. We hope this is a very informative podcast designed to really kind of open your mind and really introduce you to some new topics, as well as educate you on some of the best things you could do to improve your health and wellness. Today's show is going to be a doozy. We're actually going to talk about something very in the news today, and that is the case of Dr. Sebi. Excuse me, Dr. Sebi is a known herbalist that's been really thrust into the news as of late due to the recent tragedy regarding famous rapper Nipsey Hussle. Now, Nipsey Hussle was a famous rapper based out in Los Angeles. Um, someone actually um, had the pleasure of meeting as well, and I really uh, was a big fan of his. And uh, However, with his untimely passing, um, there's been a lot of talk about Dr. CB. Now, the reason why Dr. CB has been brought up is primarily because it's believed that Nipsey Hussle, the famous rapper musician, was actually working on, on a documentary about the life of Dr. CB. And Dr. CB is a very controversial figure, to say the least. We're going to dive deep into his history, his philosophies, and everything about him, and kind of why his name has really been in the media as of late. Well, apparently, um, Nipsey Hussle was actually working was working on a documentary about the life of Dr. CB and exactly what, you know, his message was about and why he have may have been a threat to the medical community. And so many believe that because Dr. CB was kind of a controversial medical figure that Nipsey Hussle doing more information on him would potentially be something the quote unquote powers that be wouldn't want, therefore leading to Nipsey Hussle to be Kill. This is again a conspiracy theory, which we're not sure, you know, you're gonna be on board with, but it's interesting to say the least. Anyway, so Dr. CB is someone that a lot of people have brought to my attention as of late because of this, and for that reason, I decided let me go ahead and talk about him and talk about you know what I felt about his overall ethos and kind of what his history is about and why he's <clears throat> believed to be a controversial figure. It's funny because I have friends kind of all different spectrums, the music industry, as well as the uh, health industry, both health and fitness, as well as traditional allopathic health industry. And it's funny, it's Dr. CB's name really gets very, very extreme reactions. You have good friends of mine who are, you know, established clinicians who believe Dr. CB is a, a complete quack and should be, you know, banned from all media. And you have others who believe he's truly the wisest health related individual ever to walk the earth. People should believe him wholeheartedly. So it's very extreme breadth of opinions when I talk to folks regarding CB. And I figured, let me go ahead and dive deep and see what he's about, as well as just kind of do more kind of a critical analysis of his theorems. And I don't know, let's see whether or not there's some good there and why people like him and why people don't like him. Now, <clears throat> before we get into detail, let's talk a bit about Dr. CB himself, the man. Dr. CB was a gentleman who was apparently born in Honduras. He lived there for many years, but he eventually moved to the United States. Apparently, he lived here for a while. He states that, uh, and again, all this information I'm getting regarding Dr. CB is based off of interviews and lectures that he gave himself. Funny thing is, all this information is readily available on YouTube, and you can hear kind of his lectures and kind of understand what his philosophy was. But from what I could obtain, Dr. CB was a gentleman who was someone who was lived and uh, had some physical ailments himself. Apparently, he suffered from mental illness, schizophrenia, as well as diabetes and some other um, physical ailments. And he went 
and traveled to Mexico in the 70s and met up with a health practitioner down there who really opened his eyes to the wonders of natural eating and health and wellness. Apparently after getting this tutelage from this uh, practitioner in Mexico, he apparently was awakened to the beauty and the uh, um, importance of <clears throat> eating natural foods, understanding the concept of alkalinity and its importance, as well as learning how to get the body back on track using natural foods and eliminating processed foods. So he apparently created an entire philosophy based on this concept. And in doing this, he essentially moved back to the United States and started to treat patients with various herbs he was able to source back mainly from Honduras and he was able to treat patients that he claimed he could cure of various ailments based on these newfound therapies using these healthy herbs he was able to cultivate. So um, of course this got a lot of people kind of concerned because again he is self-proclaimed to be uneducated, hasn't gone to any formal schooling but he was you know trained in these herbs and he did a lot of his own research and he felt he was confident enough to offer treatments to people using these various treatments and so apparently he um, had um, some success he did treat quite a few patients in the New York area where he was based at the time and he um, apparently um, was able to um, help some people and quote unquote cure them of various ailments which he talks about extensively on his um, lectures, including curing people of HIV, blindness, diabetes, and other ailments. So, because of this, and the fact he was actually running a clinic, there was some concern about this, given the fact he had no formal training, and he was eventually sued by the uh, New York state attorneys. So, in 1987, apparently he was charged by the city of New York criminal charge actually with practicing medicine without a license and because quote unquote even though his name was Dr. Sebi he actually was not a physician and he was just a lay person who was offering medical advice and acting as if, if <coughs> acting as if he was a physician of course United States of America you cannot practice medicine without a license so clearly people came after him and felt that this was wrong and in many ways it was he was also later sued by the New York, New York Attorney General for consumer fraud, and that's primarily for offering cures to various ailments that weren't backed by any scientific proof. Now, the funny thing is, <clears throat> he was sued by the uh, New York Attorney General, was taken to court, and um, apparently um, he was able to prove in court that apparently he was actually able to cure patients and he was able to do this by bringing in a large number of patients into the courtroom during his case and uh, essentially showed that he had cured various patients using his treatment strategies and they actually had objective data showing before test results and after test results showing many people actually had been cured so it definitely, um, you know, gave him a little bit of credence and actually led to him avoiding significant criminal charges. And he apparently was able to settle with the uh, New York State attorneys um, regarding <clears throat> how he was able to operate his business. So, um, you know, Dr. Sebi has 
you know, because of these uh, recent, uh, or these not recent, really, they actually happened a while back, but because of these, uh, you know, encounters, he was able to gain a lot of fans who believed in him, and he had patients who swore by his treatments, so much so that he was actually associated with a lot of celebrities. Um, most famous association being Michael Jackson. Apparently he was a clinician for Michael Jackson back in 2004. He toured with him, but eventually there was some problems that they developed over money. Apparently Sebi claimed he was owed hundreds of thousands. Um, there was reports that the Jackson estate only gave him 10,000 and apparently he was unsatisfied with that and led to some issues and they ended up separating. But Roger Sebi has been tied with a lot of celebrities, including uh, Left Eye Lopez and uh, various other um, famous musicians and so forth. And uh, he has a lot of fans out there. So the reality is, you know, Dr. Sebi is a very popular individual. And so because of his popularity, uh, a lot of people ha have adopted his um, eating strategy because they feel that, you know, <clears throat> what's been going on currently in the general, you know, uh, the general culture as far as the Western diet and activities we're getting engaging in, there's a lot of belief, and rightfully so, that there's a lot of unhealthy activity going on. And the food that we're eating may not be the healthiest for us. So people have been yearning for alternative ways to approach their health, mostly in a preventative manner, to <clears throat> excuse me, minimize any risk of long-term illness. Because we all know that current Western diets are filled with a lot of chemicals and foods that are potentially harmful in the long term. And we're going to actually go in detail about that particular topic on another show, but it's looking pretty bad regarding the Western diet. So many people have been searching for alternative diets because of their um, concern regarding the standard fare. And Dr. Sebi provided a pretty good alternative diet that was actually very beneficial for those, especially those suffering from a lot of the, the traditional ailments that affect folks in the Western culture, particularly diabetes, strokes, heart disease, and so forth. So, um, you know, clearly Dr. Sebi had a very, you know, complicated and kind of storied history. And actually, I forgot to mention, um, ultimately, Dr. Sebi did uh, pass. Apparently, he was held in a Honduran court, or sorry, in a Honduran jail during a trip to Honduras where he was found to have had about $50,000 on his person. You know, here or internationally, you really are unallowed. You're not really allowed to carry over $10,000. If so, you have to declare it. Apparently, he did not declare the money. Therefore, he was held. And it was under some, some some suspicious circumstances, he was jailed and apparently contracted pneumonia and was apparently neglected, was then um, found to be critically ill and later passed in the local Honduran hospital. So that, of course, is a very concerning uh, and unfortunate end for Dr. Sebi. And a lot of people have now... <clears throat> believe there was a conspiracy to take him out because of his controversial approach toward, toward health and wellness and there who knows I mean ultimately you know it's unfortunate how he died but that being said he did leave a lot of information and a lot of info out there that was put out there by his followers as well that you can really research if you're interested in doing so now <clears throat> the problem with Dr. Sebi many people have is that he wasn't really based in science as far as his theorems and that's something we're going to go into as well as far as what he really was pushing you know what I like about it what I did not like about it I'm going to go in more detail on that as well and kind of see seeing how some of his principles can maybe be incorporated into our routine to help improve our wellness because one thing we can say about Dr. Sebi he was able to actually help a lot of people 
a lot of people who were eating poorly and not making right culinary choices, using his theories, were, were able to make better choices. And subsequently, it did improve their health. So I think there's some good there that we can look into <clears throat> and we can look at those areas that are also potentially not so good. And we're going to talk about it in more detail. So just stay tuned. We have a break here. At the end of the break, we're going to go more in detail about the actual true or the actual concepts Dr. CB promoted and talk about, you know, what we think is good, what we think is good. All right, this is Dr. Barry here again. Stay tuned. We're going to hit it at the end of the break. Or so we're going to revisit this after the break. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Collection podcast. <clears throat> the first and foremost podcast designed to really help you understand more about health and wellness. Now, today's show, we're talking again about Dr. Sebi. And this gentleman, a very controversial figure in the uh, in the culture, he's really um, been brought up to light lately due to the controversy behind the Nipsey Hussle uh, uh, death and uh, his work that apparently was being done by Nipsey Hussle on Dr. Sebi and his life. And a lot of people have been talking about it lately, and they've kind of really reached out to me to really kind of talk more about it and kind of my thoughts on it. So I figured I would kind of bring it up. So on the first half of the show, we kind of talked about Sebi himself and kind of what he was about and some of the things he was involved in and his unfortunate uh, death in 2016. But let's talk more about the actual diet itself. Now, the Sebi diet is kind of a concept, and it's not really based on any kind of standard medical knowledge as far as nutrition and, you know, what we're about as far as our physiology and everything else. It's based on another concept, and it's, I guess, known as like an electric theory. Dr. Sebi kind of promotes the concept that foods are designed to help your electrical impulses that exist within your body that help your body function. So it's important to eat certain foods that are going to help the electrical aspect of your body work better. And his theory is that foods that are alkaline can help heal the body of the effects of the foods that cause you harm, which are apparently acidic foods. So apparently you want to eat mainly alkaline foods, which are typically live raw foods. Um, and you don't want to eat acidic food, which are typically hybrid, genetically modified foods, as well as meats. So, you know, and so for the for, so if you can see that, you know, eating what he promotes is more natural foods from the earth that he actually states that foods that God made the, him or herself, <laughs> however you look at God. But either way, so he promotes natural food, which is something I actually agree with wholeheartedly. Now, the way he breaks down the foods that are alkaline versus acidic, I kind of have a question about, um, especially when acidic foods include really everything like from meats to poultry to seafood, anything with yeast in it, anything with synthetic items in it, alcohol, sugars, fried foods. All those are considered acidic foods, which are all bad. And a lot of those are bad for you. Like fried foods are usually pretty bad for you. Um, Synthetic foods can be definitely bad for you. Meats have a lot of harm with them as well. So he does say a lot of good things. <clears throat> now, some of the things I have some questions about as far, as far as some of the other acidic foods, like spinach, which he claims is not a good for you, or, or broccoli, which is a hybrid, which he also does not promote. And, uh, you know, and star- anything with starch in it, he says is bad. And there's definitely some validity to that as well. But for the most part, the diet is a very extreme as far as how it approaches what foods you should and shouldn't eat. And my concern is that especially eliminate all meats, you know, eliminate all beans, 
which is also considered a bad acidic food, there's a risk for real nutritional deficiency. So you have to be careful. Uh, we all know like things like B12, like B12, which is found only in meat. So if you were going by this diet, you would probably get B12 deficient. Um, and some other issues regarding, you know, the protein sources, like for instance, beans are considered a bad source of uh, uh, food according to the SEBI diet. However, if you were, let's say, a vegetarian because you, you want to eliminate meat, you know, beans are an excellent replacement for meat because they have a lot of the proteins and vitamins that uh, meat has. Now, not all of them, specifically B12. So, you know, there's still some deficiencies there, but there's a real chance if you were to be extremely diligent and follow Dr. Sebi's diet to a T, you may end up having some nutritional deficiencies. So you got to be careful with some of the things like that. Like, like that. <clears throat> Secondly, the uh, Sebi diet, you know, definitely stresses natural foods as the main source of, of food you should be consuming. And that's something I definitely agree with. I think natural foods are, are critical in any part of one's diet um, because you want to help reduce the inflammation that you get within the body. And natural foods are great for that. So uh, I do like that aspect of, of his diet. Now, <clears throat> the thing also that I do like as well about the Dr. Sebi concept is that he does promote drinking lots of water. He actually recommends a gallon of water a day, which I actually agree with. I think water is essential. You have to hydrate effectively if you want to help the body function better. That's been proven with numerous studies. Um, drinking approximately uh, for for <clears throat> for women, 2.7 liters, men, 3.4 liters a day is accurate, which is about similar to that gallon that Sebi recommends. So I, I do like that. And now, the thing about also Sebi that he promotes is, in addition to his drinking a lot of water, he actually promotes drinking alkaline, alkaline water because, again, he promotes the concept of alkalinity being what you want your body to, to consume, which will help it function better. And, you know, again, that's something that you can't really prove, at least nothing's effectively proven how alkalinity, consuming alkaline foods will actually help the electrical impulse in the body. So it's kind of the jury's out on that. I do um, like the idea of drinking water, period, because water is so important. Whether or not it's alkaline or acidic, you know, the jury is out. As long as it's not, I think actually, if it's a what we call a neutral or basic is better. Acidic water is probably not ideal. However, your body is built to handle acidity if you do consume it. So I think that the overemphasis on alkalinity may be unnecessary. Um, because your body is actually equipped to handle both acidic and alkaline items to a certain level. You don't want to drink a very strong base. You could kill yourself, so be careful. But overall, your body can technically handle both, but Dr. Sebi promotes eating and drinking alkaline foods to help the electrical function of your body work better. That concept, again, is the issue, and as far as there's no real kind of real way to scientifically prove that concept, at least none that I'm aware of. So I just like the idea of the fruits and vegetables, drinking a lot of water. All those, if you do them, can be very helpful in improving your health and wellness. It can be very effective in helping treat <clears throat> many chronic illnesses like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and even reducing your cancer risk, as well as reducing your cholesterol levels and blood pressure. So it's so important that um, you know we do a better job of increasing our water intake, reducing our processed foods and sugar intake, as well as increasing our natural foods, increasing our intake of natural foods. So <clears throat> the reason why I think Sebi's diet can help a lot of people because 
those who are overweight or suffering from diseases of chronic inflammation may switch over to this diet and actually see significant improvements. And that's probably why a lot of people who have done that have noted their significantly improved health. Maybe they've actually been cured of their type 2 diabetes and now they're, you know, having a, a, a significantly improved life. And oh, that's Dr. Sebi. And I think a lot of people who have done that can will explain their zeal in Dr. Sebi's teachings. Um, but the only other issue is that, again, people who are just kind of doing the diet and being diligent about it, it's, like I said before, potentially a cause of deficiencies because you may not get certain deficiencies. Like we mentioned, B12, iron may be low because of your lack of eating meat and certain vegetables that he doesn't like, like broccoli and spinach, things like that are rich in iron. So it's really kind of tricky when you look at it from a nutritional and a physiological standpoint that the diet may be deficient in certain areas. So that that being said, I think anyone interested in really changing their diet and really really doing a uh, kind of a <clears throat> uh, complete overhaul of their diet, really work with getting a licensed nutritionist or a physician kind of who's well-versed in nutrition so that you can make sure you're making decisions that are potentially that are that are not harmful because even though the diet that you're trying to do may be better it still may be lacking in some things that you want to make sure you're getting if you do want to take it you know completely seriously and really look at something that you can really change your diet into that could be safe for the long haul so overall now with with dr sebi as well i think there's some good things and some bad things we have to kind of learn how to kind of tease out those good things, especially the dietary things that I like. Um, we have to, build, however, be careful because <clears throat> when people, you know, say things that may be a little bit too fantastical, like for instance, Dr. Sebi does claim that his diet can cure blindness and AIDS and diabetes and a whole host of medical ailments. The problem is that there's really not a, any scientific proof to b- back these. Now, he does have patients who he has treated who have provided testimony and provided evidence that they were afflicted with certain ailments after treatment with Dr. Sebi's regimen. They were cured of these ailments. And um, this is actually what saved him during his court case that he had back in the, in the in the 80s. So, you know, but the problem is that we need enough data to really scientifically prove that on a grand scale. And I think that's something that's up to the you know, holistic community and those who are truly athletes of Dr. Sebi to prove that people can look at the data and determine if it is truly curative or truly helping uh, treat the ailments as he claims. So, you know, obviously with the controversial statements Dr. Sebi made and some of the things he was was purporting, there were a lot of folks who didn't appreciate it and that kind of led to the controversy that he went through throughout his career. now, because of that, you know, and the recent passing of Nipsey Hussle, Dr. Sebi's teachings have come to light and come more to the forefront. So, um, you know, I think there's some good things there that we can take from Dr. Sebi's diet. I think not all of it is is, is is perfect, obviously, but there are some good things that we can learn from that, especially the uh, focus on eating natural. I think that's very important. And I think Dr. Sebi was definitely right on the money in that regard. Um, secondly, you know, just making sure we just take better care of our bodies and what we're putting into it. Uh, you know, he really preached the concept of your body being a temple and you really have to value what goes into it because really what goes in 
is what comes out, you know, junk in, junk out. So you really have to be extremely, extremely careful what you put in your bodies. That's something that Dr. Sebi did preach, and that would definitely be um, something I agree with. So overall, just kind of, you know, let's uh, kind of step back and really look at what is being put out there and really make sure we understand it fully before we decide to change our entire life around it. And at the very least, I would highly recommend, you know, if you're interested in doing some sort of dietary changes and you're not sure what to do, you have questions, consult with a specialist um, and talk to someone who maybe well versed in these areas. Uh, I actually, Dr. Barry, will be um, <clears throat> having a um, nutritional consultant uh, service open up very soon for those who are interested in, uh, you know, any kind of uh, uh, questions or uh, regarding health and wellness. Look out for that. But for the most part, if you need someone urgently, find someone in your local area, you know, talk to somebody nearby and just try to, you know, work with a professional to get those answers addressed so that you can make sure you do something that's safe for you and uh, your family. So, again, this is Dr. Bear here. Hopefully uh, the show today was um, somewhat informative. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns or you just want to reach out for any reason, just don't hesitate to hit us up at email, health at gmail.com. On Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. And um, at the blog, check us out www.controlyourweight, spelled controlyourw8.com. And again, on Instagram, at DrBarryMD. Again, thanks for joining us today on the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. It's been another hopefully informative and entertaining show. Stay tuned, and uh, you'll have more entertainment coming up. Again, thanks a lot for joining us today. Peace.